Hey guys, thank you for joining me in another edition of the Wrist Tape Roundup, a very special edition. Today, as we have the real world champion, the national treasure, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis joining us. Nick, thank you. Oh, my pleasure, Raphael. Thank you for having me. Firstly, Nick, um, obviously before the pandemic, uh, NWA was riding such a high wave. Um, for you being at the forefront of that, I know you sort of, you carry yourself, you know, with, with a lot of pride. I can see it in your work. I guess before the pandemic, what was the feeling like around that sort of NWA locker room? Could you guys sense that you were building and building towards something very special? I think so. I think that I, I've certainly never been uh, in a locker room environment that had that, that sort of level of energy to it. I think that it was a good mix of, of, vets and new talent and i think that but but the one constant i think with everyone was that um whatever depending on what your circumstances were everybody there was kind of um appreciative of the platform and appreciative of the uh, the opportunity to sort of showcase themselves in a new way and and to be part of this cool show and uh you know the show is just so different it just had such a different feel and the audience was so so reactive and so hot for us and and um you know it's infectious and i think that like when you take guys like you know even me and then like james storm or like eli drake and uh eddie kingston and you know like the different guys who sort of had different um levels of success at different points but we'd all kind of had ups and downs and we were all at that point where we were kind of like we knew what we brought to the table and now we had a platform to, to showcase it. And then you had like newer talent who this was their first chance to really sort of be in a, in a sort of, uh, in an environment like that, where they could really be the focal point of, of a, a high, highly, you know, high, high, uh, high production level sort of, um, you know, content. So I think like overall, like everyone there was just kind of really wanted it to succeed like, which yeah. is a real different vibe to when you're working for like a TNA or a WWE. Cause it's like, you know, there, you know, everyone starts to, everyone becomes quite insulated. You know, they start to just think, well, what about my spot? Like, and what about, you know, what are they doing with me? And like, I deserve more. And I, and, and look, there, there were, you know, there were guys who, who felt that way after a while at NWA who didn't get it. But like, for the most part, everyone there kind of understood what they were a part of, which was, okay, we've all got to, sort of play our part and and make this thing work so that it it makes money and you know and grows and then we'll be part of it so that was the energy and i think that like when we were on course to selling out that that uh, gateway arena for me and marty too and um you know that would have been a major milestone and you know we built i felt, felt like we built that angle really well and there was some other you know we had other stuff sort of in the works that was going to be put in place to really have a tremendous undercard for that show. And, and like, you know, it was, uh, it, it's a shame, but it, I mean, you know, we're not, we're not crying over spilt milk. You know, everybody, everybody <laughs> suffered in their own ways. It's just, I think, you know, the timing was more unfortunate for us than, than a lot of other places, just because we don't have the, we don't have the golden parachute, you know, we didn't have like, we're, yeah. 
We didn't have the resources of a WWE or an AEW or even a or even a Ring of Honor who are owned by a you know billion dollar company who it's like they're yeah. a tax write off for. So it's like <laughs> we kind of have to we have to make money, um, which I think which yeah. I think that that's what I think that's why the product was you know work was working because we had to make money. There was exactly no. What I was about to say, it, it, right? Even, even watching Power, it had such a special feel to it. Um, I, you know, I'm 26, so I, I didn't grow up watching, you know, the old studio wrestling or or anything like that. But with the amount of access we've got, just how hard you guys work to recapture that feeling from from videos, you know, from footage I've seen before. Well, back, you know, back to you. I know you, you didn't, you know, you're at the forefront of it. Um, what was that like for you, I guess, when, you know, you and Billy sort of had that discussion about, all right, Nick, you're going to be the champion that's going to carry us into this next generation. I mean, for you, that's got to feel great. Um, and I can tell in the way you carry yourself, you know, you've got a great sense of pride. You put a lot of effort into your work, which is, and you genuinely love your work, which is refreshing, you know, for this, this day and age as well. What does that feel for you knowing that you, you know, you are at the forefront. You are carrying that ten pounds of gold. Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, it wasn't like there was ever this sort of definitive conversation where yeah. you know Billy was like, "You're going to be the person that carries the company forward." Like I made that decision. Yeah. You know, Billy just basically said he saw me as he saw me as as as, a, as the as the right guy to you know to make a go of it. Um, yeah. But it's not, you know, obviously with, you know, with that, it's always just an opportunity to start with. I mean, I didn't, I didn't take a salary from Billy for gosh, you know, first like six or seven months we were doing the NWA stuff. We were doing the 10 pounds of gold series. Like a couple yeah. of times he was like, Hey, do you want, you know, we can put you on a contract, put you on salary. And I just said, no, no, we're good. Like I'm, st I'm, I'm making money from the independence and we're all good. Wow. Okay. Um, Back to power. Um, I'm not sure if you can shed any light on it, but uh, plans in place to sort of get us back to watching weekly um, weekly NWA. I know you've got the primetime live deal at the moment, but sort of pure NWA product. Any any plans going forward? All I can say at this point is that uh, that's that's what I really want to do. You know, I think at this point, um, you know, we, we, we sat back because we, none of us in, in, you know, February, March, none of us knew what this pandemic was going to look like. We didn't know what the ramifications were going to be. Um, so I think we, you know, and we felt like at the time, okay, well, there's no point uh, rushing out to sort of do shows in an empty building, you know, and that's that sort of thing. Let's, let's, you know, let's see what happens. And, you know, now obviously it's, it seems like, you know, we just got to a point where we realized, okay, this thing's not going away anytime soon. So we've got to pivot. And we tried a couple of different things. And, uh, you know, I think that overall, you know, we just, as much as we wanted to, you know, try to avoid doing it without an audience or with a limited audience and, you know, take away from that magic sort of feeling. I, I think at this point I've, I've sort of, I've kind of come to the conclusion that overall our show is pretty well equipped to deal with it uh, and doesn't, it isn't hurt as badly, um, you know, as, as others 
you know, for it just because of the just because of the way we do television. So, uh, yeah, it's it really just boils down to economics. Like if we can if we can figure out a way to do it and and to make it where it's viable, you know, because Billy's the, the sole owner and funding of this whole deal. So it's like it's you know he 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 he's not he's not in this to waste his money. He's in it to invest his money in something that he thinks he can build value in. You know, so there has to be there has to be a way to to either build value or to be profitable or hopefully both. So we're we're sort of working on that and exploring some options. But I'm confident I'm I'm confident that 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 we'll we'll get back on track with NWA Power. You know, look, Primetime Live is a is a United Wrestling Network David Marquez uh, thing, and yeah, you know, we were happy to contribute you know, in, you know, in a small, in a small, like a small capacity each week to help sort of get some, keep some of our guys busy and, and sort of help, uh, you know, help that, that project because they've been a help for us in the early days um, with championship wrestling from Hollywood and from stuff Hollywood, like that. So, yeah. so it's, you know, but, but that's, that's, a, I look at that as a short term thing, just as a, as a bridge for our most dedicated fans to get some content, but uh yeah, my 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 eyes are on on uh, the next season of Power for sure. Yeah, excellent, excellent, and it's good because and it's good to see sort of the NWA being represented. Obviously, Thunder Rosa um, appearing in AEW, you know, to get that that championship on on a you know on that on that network, some terrific outings. Um, so it's good to see the you know the blueprint, and it's good to see that the NWA is is still. Um, I guess in the in in the people's eye. Um, well, I think that's pretty obvious from the fact that you know they signed Eddie Kingston, they signed Eddie Ricky Kingston, Starks. Ricky Starks. You know, they want yeah. book, they want to book Rosa, you know, steady, and you know I'm sure that they'll be wanting to try to sign her to a contract, you know, as and when she she becomes available, you know. But she's been a, she's been a diamond, you know. She's she's everywhere she goes, she makes sure that she promotes and represents the NWA brand because she understands that you know it's a it's a symbiotic relationship. You know, I feel like yeah. she, she is, she has done every, she's, she's done everything that I did, you know, and I don't mean, and I mean that in a good way, you know, she, she looked at the way that I sort of could transcend and go to different promotions. And she believed that as well. And, you know, the quality speaks for itself and she made, and she realized that being a, being a high quality champion and performer, you know, betters the brand and the, and being part of the brand that had a, you know that, that had so much buzz like we did and i think we'll do again you know helps her so it's 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 you know it's a it's a you know it's a um it's a win win and uh definitely you know it's, it's not really it shouldn't come as any big surprise because um you know look <laughs> obviously all in was kind of the was kind of the big bang moment for aw anyway and obviously you know, me and Cody were the, were the, were the biggest match on that card. Yeah. And even prior to that, it's like, I'd already defended the, you know, we'd already, we'd already, I'd defended the title in ring of honor, you know, and uh, we'd already, and, and not, not to forget that we had also had an NWA match at the impact zone, you know, we've already, so, you know, in the short space of time that we've been doing this in, you know, in the Corgan era, it's like NWA has already collaborated with impact ring of honor and AEW. Like we're, we, we don't we don't see the other promotions as a threat which is like a weird 
just something that's really hard for a lot of people in the industry to wrap their heads around. I was going to say, it's very refreshing to see, you know, like a, a working partnership with, you know, the cross-promotional sort of working partnership. Um, well, you know, for what's years the point? On end, is my like, I've got friends who work in all of those companies I just mentioned. Yeah. You know, and, and like... <laughs> I, I want I want them all to make money, and ultimately, it's like if there's a matchup that we that that the fans would go, wow, I really want to see that. Then you know, what's stopping you other than ego? You know, of the and most of the time, it's not the egos of the wrestlers; it's the people who aren't wrestlers. You know, and 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 they're and who are you know who are the administrators who are who think that they that they somehow have to. You know, there's this weird thing. It's like a hangover from the Monday Night War era, where like you have to hate all the other promotions, the other or you promotions, have to sort of yeah. you have to be in competition with the other promotions. Like, yeah, we're you're in competition with anyone who you're in your is in the same industry as you, obviously. But it doesn't mean that you have to be at war with them. They're two different things. And like we have a, such a unique show, um, and like we've already seen, like <laughs> all you got to do is watch you know these other shows and see where they've borrowed a lot of the stuff that we did first you know um and it's like but they don't do power you know what i mean like power is a unique show uh that we are sort of uniquely equipped to do and deliver and for me it's like if you're smart and you're looking at this you know from from the long-term health of the overall industry if you're got if you've got a big roster uh, and you and it's like all the time you've constantly got wrestlers like what are you doing with me what are you doing with me um you know like you because you because you because you, you, god, god forbid you can't have a, a pro wrestling company and you you know without signing a, a million guys to contracts that you don't need to sign but it's like why not say hey you know what you know what? Give, be a fresh coat of paint go and do a season of nwa power you know like let's see if they're interested in having you for a season for that show like It'll, it'll show you in a totally different environment. You can like, you can really let loose on the mic. You can really talk. You can really develop your character in a different way. And then like, we can borrow one of their guys, you know, they'll get a fresh, they'll have a fresh coat of paint. We have some fresh matchups and then we switch back. You know, it's like. It, and you've always said, and you've always said, you've always maintained as well. The NWA has been, has been open for business for these types yes. of collaborations. It's yes. Yeah. Because, because ultimately like, the 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 late 90s was a boom was the hot you know was a, a tremendous boom period for the overall industry but they still missed like there was still they still left you know tons of money on the table because they couldn't work together because they were too busy trying to put each other out of business you know yeah. we, we could have done we you know you they you could have you could have put your egos to a side once a year and been like all right like who, who you know you want to do goldberg and steve austin you know what i mean or hey you want to like Let's do like let's do the rock and you know think, like yeah just to think it, how much money they could have made sort right. of together it's incredible sure and it's just you know that that they can go you know and it's like hey let's put it all to one side for one night and make a huge pay per view you know get a, you know make huge pay per view money and then we can go back to you know trying to fuck each other over on <laughs> TV you know like next week it's a, it's just but it, it's it's this thing of like they're my toys and they're my wrestlers, you know, and, and, and like, I, I don't get it. It's, you can't it, work this building. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then obviously that, that was, a, you know, we're talking about much different stakes back then of much higher stakes, but like the principle is still the same, you know, yeah. and that you, you, you don't have like, ultimately the talent drives the business. 
right? But anyone, there's all these guys who aren't wrestlers who think that they're creative geniuses or like they're the best administrator or like they've got all the ideas and whatever. But ultimately, you can't, you, 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 no one's ever just picked up some schlub off the street and said, okay, if you do exactly what I tell you, like, you know, every minute of every day, you're going to be a huge star in wrestling. You just can't control it. Yeah. But what happens is, is that a lot of these companies don't have enough money to pay all the top guys what they need, right? So like, for example, every each, every company that you can think of, you know, the, the, the ones, you know, the significant companies in the industry in the US right now, like WWE, AEW, NWA, Impact, Ring of Honor, right? Maybe MLW. It's like they've each got, you know, their top, top guys. WWE is obviously vastly different because they've got such huge resources. They have like, you know, they've got enough wrestlers to have like five different wrestling companies, with, companies you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but it's like, there are, there's only certain guys who, you know, it's not like, and I'm, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out there and this isn't meant in a disparaging way, but it's like, if someone, and, and this happens all the time, you know, different wrestling media people or whatever, they put something like, oh, who would you like to see, you know, Nick Aldis face? And it's always like Moxley, Jericho, Randy Orton, Cody, you know, Roman Reigns, you know what I mean? Like it's, they don't, yeah. they don't say like, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> like someone from the under, they don't say like Kip Sabian. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They say like, and I love Kip and I helped Kip out a lot in his, in his early career, but it's, but it's yeah. like, it's, you know, they, it, do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, definitely there, there are those matchups there that it's kind of like, there's only certain people that kind of, that can fill that, that spot where it's like, yeah, that feels like a main event. That feels like a big deal. And when you, you know, when you limit that because of contractual stuff, it's, it's silly. I mean, even like Cody and I, we wanted to do three, we wanted to do a trilogy. Like we always wanted to do a trilogy because the the initial plan was that like you know cody would get his big moment all in and obviously that was huge and then we you know we kind of liked the idea of of going time limit draw going an hour at the you know the rematch in nashville and then and then doing a third one in london you know but but that couldn't happen because you know cody decided you know cody and the bucks you know they they signed with with tony and and as and and this wasn't, this was Ring of Honor, you know, like then, you know, Ring of Honor got boo-boo face about it. So then yeah. they were like, nope, yeah. you know, you can't do that. No, you just need, you know, just like, and that's, you know, just have to, you know, tie, you know, tie, tie up the loose ends and move on. We were kind of like, oh, okay. So, and it's like Ring of Honor could have looked at that and went, okay, but you got to do it by the end of the year while he's still under contract to us. So we make the money. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Instead, in, instead of instead of just looking at it, hey, you're going to lose him anyway. Like he's going to this, you know, he's going to go sign with this with this billionaire because who wouldn't? It's like, well, I mean, I didn't, but that's a different. Yeah, story. I was about to say you, 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 yeah, you didn't, but well, but you know, but he they, he he didn't offer me the money off of Cody, but you know, it's like, <laughs> but you know, for the, for that kind of money, it's like no one's you know, no one's no one's turning that down you know anytime soon. Uh, yeah. So. So you could you could have got like you could have just put their ego to the side and been like, all right, but you know we have to book the we have to book the third match you know while he's still under contract to us so we can do it in December you know they could have done a final battle, you know what I mean? But yeah. but it was like nope they go have a you know they got a temper tantrum like no Cody's leaving it and it's like 
So you're going to, you know, deny the, the only people that lose in that situation are the fans. I was going right? to say, I'd love to have seen, I know me personally, I would have loved to have seen a third match. That would have been. And we'll stand, and it'll happen eventually. Everyone, everyone knows it will. Okay. You know, it's just, it's like the, the, the terms have to be right and, you know, the money has yeah. to be right. And let's let's touch so let's touch on that. Um, you know, can you shed a bit of light onto what's next? You know, what's what's in store for for Nick Aldis? Well, I want to get back to defending the title, you know, more regularly. And uh, and like I said, at this point, I want power back. Yeah. So we're gonna do what we do everything we can to make that happen. Um, there's there's I got my eye on certain talent that I think um, can really shine in the NWA power environment. One of them is Mike Bennett, who obviously we just, you know, we just told his story. And, you yeah. know, I think that there's more mileage there for sure. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I love the idea of Mike and Mrs. Bennett, Maria, <laughs> uh, being on the, you know, in the NWA power set, cutting promos, you know, well, with Sean Mooney. I, I mean, like to I me, mean, like, I think he'd really thrive in that sort of environment as hell well. Yeah. And that's and what it's all of- about is it's like, it ain't just about, you know, it, it's about finding the right vehicle. And I know that's a bit of a sort of, um, that might, that might sound a bit of a pretentious thing to say, cause it's like a sort of Hollywood thing, but it is true. You know, yeah. one, one of the reasons why I, 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 you know, it was a difficult decision to turn down Tony Khan. Right. Because, and it, and it wasn't, and it, it was no, um, it was not an indication of how I felt about him or AEW. You know I mean? I knew it was, I knew that that was going to be a, you know, I saw the train leaving the station. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But at the time, I was just like, the NWA is just the, the right vehicle for me. Like, I knew that if I stayed put, I could, you know, continue to build value in myself and this company. And that, and this company was the one who, you know, who took a chance on me when nobody else was doing it and paid me when no one else was doing it. You know what I mean? So it's like, that, that goes a long way with me. And for, that's, that's excellent. And for, like, for me now, I can, you know, when I think of the NWA, immediately I think of, you know, you and I think of that world, that world championship belt. It's it's historic. Um, it'd be great. I'd love to see power back. Um, I'm sure I'm not just in the minority on that. Um, I, you know, I'm, I would love to see power back. I'd love to see what's in store um, with the if you can just quickly. So with the with the roster now that with the NWA roster. Um, you know, these guys like Ricky Starks and stuff like that, are they, have they officially moved on from the NWA? Well, they're signed with AEW. I mean, Ricky and, and Eddie both signed with AEW, but, yeah. um, and, you know, but, but a good example, you know, there's obviously there's some cooperation going on there because, you yeah. know, they're, they're using Thunder Rosa, you know, and we, and we approve all those dates. Uh, and, you know, we have Serena D booked, you know, for, for some, for some dates and AEW are cool with that, you know. So I, I, I would like to think that we can get to a, a situation where, which is what I always, which by the way, which is, which is what I wanted when when Tony and I talked back in at the start of 2019 was something that I floated even then was kind of like, hey, I, I really hope that at some point we can get to a point where, you know, we we can the companies can work together because I think there's more value in you know, in, in the brand in, in the two, two different brands, uh, you know, for variety for people, yeah. because truthfully, you know, the, uh, the industry has suffered overall from not having viable competition 
And I think that AEW obviously has done a great job of, you know, providing that. But now it's a case of we got to win back a lot of audience that have lapsed, you know. And when I say we, I mean the entire industry. Industry. And um, and the and the best way to do that is to provide is you know there. I'm telling you, I've I was on I was on TNA television, most of which was on, you know, primetime cable in front of like between one and 2 million viewers every week for, for six years. And I get more people stopping me now from the NWA and, you know, especially here in the South, I live in Tennessee, okay, like sure. Tennessee, Georgia, you know, Alabama, Florida, like who, who do you tell me like, where it's like, you know, in the, in the Carolinas, man, the, in the Carolinas, like deep NWA country where they'll tell me like, it yeah. really means a lot to me that, you know, that, that, that this is back. And like, this was always wrestling to me. I used to sit with my dad or my granddad or my uncle, you know, and because it, you have to understand that for, for a big portion of Americans, the NWA was wrestling first, not the WWF. And it's amazing you know? that you said that. I remember scrolling through like the comments on YouTube for power. And there's so many people that, you know, that would write exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I remember when it would start at 6.05 and yeah. yeah, it's, it's incredible. And as I said, I, I was really drawn to it. I, I didn't grow up in an era of, of the studio, you know, a lot of this. No, me neither. And, and yeah, so to see it and, and you look at old clips, you always see old clips, you know, Ric Flair promos or mm -hmm. Ricky Steamboat, everything. And then to see what you guys were captured, it was, it was, it was incredible. It really, it really was. So I for well, one, and, not wait. Yeah, and that's back. That, and that's um, kind of my that's kind of my thought on it too. Is it's like when you really the, the one of the reasons we did the studio show was because I believe in promos. You know, I really believe in like genuine, the, you know, the art of a promo. I believe the business is 50-50, promos and wrestling ability. You know, I don't believe it's eighty percent you know, wrestling ability, like most fans do now. And, and, you know, or if you can, if you can get through your lines without fucking up a line, then that was okay. It was a good promo. Like, no, like a good promo is like, did you, did you pull everybody in with your eyes and your words and your expression and your body language and make them believe what you were saying and make them buy a ticket? That's a promo. And most of the promos besides the rock or like stone cold, right? Yeah. When you really think of most of the iconic promos, when people think about promos, where, what do they go to? They go to, they talk about like Hogan, or they talk about Flair, yeah. or they talk about Dusty. And where did, where did most of those promos take place? In a studio, in studio. or with a stick man in front of a backdrop, right? Down the lens, intimate, right? An interview, not a promo. A promo, you know, a promo today is, a guy walks out to the ring with a microphone for no reason. And apparently he's, he's allowed to be out there for 10 minutes. Cause I guess there wasn't a wrestling match scheduled for this Did time period. Yeah. <laughs> like he just happens to be out there talking, walk, wandering around in a ring, talking on a microphone. When you really think about it, it makes no sense. But like you, you know, you, you, you switch to Sean Mooney and it's like, okay, I guess this was a scheduled interview time. Like, so immediately, like yeah, there's less, yeah. you know, so immediately the suspension of disbelief is there because the audience go, oh, cool, it's an interview. Okay, I know what I'm getting now. Because the thing is, it's like when you're sitting there and you're looking at an empty wrestling ring and someone's music hits and you don't know what's going on, you think, oh, is, is a wrestling match about to happen? Oh, no, a guy's walking out in his clothes and he's just going to talk 
right? <laughs> you don't want to start a promo with disappointment. You know what I mean? Mm. But if you switch to an interview set, okay, this is where interviews happen. Now I'm having, now this guy's having a conversation with me, the viewer. You know what I mean? I, I, when you really think about the iconic promos of our, of our time, you know, hard times or like flair talk, you know, like, you know, limousine riding, jet flying, you know, they, 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 they took place in a studio and it was meant to happen, you know? And so we recreated that and we found a, a, a team of guys with the unique ability to deliver those type of promos in the modern era. It was great. It was seriously great. Um, Nick will. And it will be great again. I hope so. I cannot. I cannot wait. I honestly cannot wait for the return of the NWA. Um, we'll gather some final thoughts. Uh, some final thoughts now. I mean, where, where would? Um, what do you like? What is your thoughts on the state of pro wrestling at the moment? You know, I know it's 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 um. It is a difficult time with the pandemic, but pro pro wrestling as a as a whole. Um, could I gather your thoughts on what on what the you feel the state of pro wrestling is? Well, it's quite divided, um, and ultimately, I think that one of the reasons why I really want to push to bring power back ASAP as well, even though it might not seem very opportune because of the pandemic and stuff is because I think that there's a sort of, there's a widening gap in the market. I think there's a sort of, I think there's an opportunity right now for people to gobble up some market share because I'm going to say this in the most politically correct way I can. <laughs> this is not my opinion. Uh, my opinion on the show is my own, but just based on, just based on ratings, you know, and feedback, it's obvious that at this point in time, WWE is not, necessarily providing the audience with what they want not enough right. x factor eh? well <laughs> look i'm gonna i'm i've i've said my piece and all that and yeah, yeah no, no no that's I'm, fine you don't, I, just... no, no, I get it no no i'm, I'm with you but <laughs> but but so, so i'm saying from a business perspective if <laughs> if if wwe is mcdonald's right and and uh, AEW is burger king like we see the opportunity to be in and out burger. And I know you're an Aussie, so this might not make a lot of sense to you, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, I'm, follow I'm following, I'm following. In and out burger, you know, deliberately doesn't franchise into every single state. You know, they're in like, they were, they were always in California. I think they're in Nevada. I think they're in Texas. Now they're probably in a few other states, but the idea being that they, they, they grow enough where they can make, but they also they also limit their growth to create that that perceived value, yeah. In the sense that, like, yeah. ooh, I'm going out to the West Coast. Ooh, I might get me an In and Out Burger. Oh, it's really good. You know, it creates its own mythology. Like, you don't get it as often. And then, and then, because look, I've had In and Out Burger. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it's not like I remember they. They opened a Five Guys in Trafalgar Square or Leicester Square or something in London, and people were lining up. And I said, "Are you kidding me? Like, Five Guys here is like most of the time. The Five Guys is in like ghetto part of town. It's like it's usually yeah. in like the crappy strip malls and stuff. But it, you know, but it had developed this sort of mythology. Like, oh, Five Guys is so good, you know. <laughs> so, and it's like it's a burger and fries, right? Wrestling, you know, wrestling is burger and fries, 
you know, ultimately it's, you know, most of the time people want the same thing. They want emotional connection, you know, a, a good guy and a bad guy, you know, with varying degrees of severity to it. And they want a story told and they want big action, big characters and big, you know, over the top sort of uh, storybook endings. Yeah. So, but you know, if WWE is McDonald's, you know, they're everywhere. Right. And it yeah. can be, you know, you can become a little, it's, it becomes habitual, but you're kind of indifferent to it, you know? And it's like, we want, we, we, but if, if we're in an out burger and we're saying, okay, we're going to try to grow judiciously. We're trying to be, you know, we, we don't want to run before we can walk, you know, and we want to make sure that we always maintain that feeling of being special. And we see McDonald's sales are way down, you know, across the board. We go, okay, well, now might be the time, you know, that now might be the time to capitalize on this, you know, reputation we have is like, oh man, have you checked out that? Oh, it's really good. That's the way I look at it. You know what I mean? It's like, if, if WWE were just, you know, even if, regardless of whether I was enjoying the product or not, but if their ratings were through the roof and they were just smashing it every week, like we might be like, well, you know, let's, let's do the best <laughs> yeah. we can with what we've got. But, you know, they're, they're, it's, then it's whatever they're doing is not hitting right now so so it's a good opportunity for us to go okay let's see if we can grab some of these people that have kind of gone uh, i can't do this i don't want you know because it's not good for the industry definitely if they not. quit what you know if, if they don't like what wwe is doing so trust me i don't revel in in wwe's low numbers because it's not good for the industry because yeah. the the big risk is, is that those people just give up on wrestling altogether so like when we're, yeah. you know, even when I made that comment to Bruce about his ratings, I wasn't doing it to like, to, you know, for shade. I was kind of like, get your shit together because like, yeah, we all need, passionate we about all need, we all need the WWE to succeed for the, you know, for everyone else to succeed. So, you know, and, and but, but again, sometimes where there's chaos, there is opportunity. And that's a Paul Heyman phrase, but uh, yeah, it's, that's the way I look at it where it's like, okay, it might not, you know, when everybody else is getting out is when you get in. That's, you know, that's that's Warren Buffett's rule of investing. And that's kind of what I'm looking at for this. It's like, I got to convince Billy to spend, you know, which is not easy because obviously, <laughs> you know, he, who wants to lose money? Yeah. But it's like, I think there's a, I think there's an opportunity for us to, you know, to keep cultivating and, you know, keeping that loyalty of the fans that we have already built which are phenomenal we have unbelievable fans and to be able to keep sort of growing it where pe more people start whispering like hey man you gotta check out that nwa show it's really different and really cool and then they go okay and then we get them and you know hopefully they stay well said very well said thank you so much again i've taken up more than <laughs> enough of your time um i've honestly couldn't appreciate this enough. Um, do you want to sort of do you want to sort of sound off, Nick? You have um, uh, oh, my son's going to sound off for me. What are you? I'm a dragon. You're a dragon. <laughs> oh goodness. Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's me. <laughs> that's no, I'm, I mean, like you can like, you can check me out on Twitter at Real Nick Aldis or on Instagram at Nick Aldis. I'm verified on both, so check me out. And if you haven't checked out the NWA product yet, youtubecom nwa All the episodes of Power are up there. All the episodes of Ten Pounds of Gold. 
full pay-per-view for NWA 70, which includes uh, me versus Cody, two out of three falls. So yeah, man, youtube.com slash NWA. Please check us out and please spread the word if you like what you see. Mr. Aldis, thank you very much. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. All right.